Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 105, Episode 1 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck Coke Industries, Boom. as in the Coke Brothers, and fuck Fox News. Fuck it's you. Monday, October 21st, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. This little Jack O'Brien, he's gonna blow your mind. This little Jack O'Brien is sure that Miles is high. Oh, okay. This little Jack O'Brien <laughs> loves the daily sight. Jack O'Brien, Jack O'Brien, Jack O'Brien. That is courtesy of, you guessed it, Crispy Meme Donut. He back. Uh, Christy Yamaguchi main and I'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host Mr. Miles Gray last week I did bassist now it's time for drummers aka Max Blunt Roach kind buddy Rich aka John Bongham aka Eddie Van Inhalen aka Dennis Smoke Chambers aka Ringo Start the Blunt aka Phil the Bull Collins aka Neil Pert Pull Hayes aka Meg White Widow aka Ginger Baker <laughs> dude shout out all those drummers really yeah meg Wait, white did you say eddie van halen van inhalen right <laughs> yeah i don't know where that one came from he's a guitarist isn't he uh yes oh but also he, a good drummer i guess he can play drums hell yeah i don't know i think that one will just get in there because he's dutch I so like can my son Dutches. maybe throw him on there he can play drums a little bit no, I think it's Alex. Alex is the drummer. Alex. Come on, man. Come on, man. Who wrote that for you? Uh, well, look, everything else was fantastic, yes. flawless, flawless victory. Flawless. Uh, and I will give praise to at Wagonsko, David Good. Okay. Meg White, though, a lot of people don't know. For someone who is actually not the most technical drummer, still held it the fuck down. Oh yeah. Because a lot a of lot people- of people talk shit about her as a drummer. I was always a fan. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people point to the fact that there's not a lot of syncopation happening between the hi-hat and the kick drum. Right. And that's, you know, that's how you get a little, you know, syncopation gets a little funk, but the way they play, you didn't need it. Yeah. Just, it was just it on the floor. banging, bang that shit. Yeah, just keep it on the floor, baby. I saw them live a bunch. They were great. Did you? Yeah. I never saw them as the White Stripes. Oh, bro. Yeah. I only oh, saw, man. what was that other one group he had? That was like this. The Rackin' Tours? Yeah, but then there was another... What was the one where there was like the all male band and then the all female band he had? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. Anyway. Maybe. Who knows? Could be. Well, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and talented Katie Stoll. Hey. What's up, Katie? Oh, you know, just happy to be here. I didn't prepare any- Stoll House Cookies. Stoll House Cookies. Stoll House Rock. Mink Stoll. Stole Your Heart. Yes. Uh, If I ever get married, that's going to be my wedding hashtag for (laughs) sure. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Fingers crossed. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, congratulations on your nomination. Thank yes. you. Thank you so much. Streaming nomination. Streaming. Oh, I got that Streamy. air horn. Yeah. yeah, we're thrilled. We're, Even more we news. were surprised and honored. Right. Uh, looking forward to like dressing up and looking killer on the red carpet. Hell yeah. And maybe winning. Is it but out here? Is it, it in is, Los I, it Angeles? Of course. Los oh, Angeles yeah. in December. Mm-hmm. So. Los Angeles in December. It's a beautiful time of year. Yeah. It's a Shane Black movie. It is a shitty black movie. (laughs) Well, Katie, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to take our listeners through a few of the things we're talking about today. Uh, CBS is going to reboot Clueless as a TV show, which it apparently already was at one point on the (laughs) UPN, which I didn't remember. Yay? (sighs) I don't know. I don't know what to do. 
about mm-hmm. that information. Uh, we're going to look at the Bernie blindness subreddit and just the condition of Bernie blindness in the mainstream media. Uh, we're going to just do a quick check-in with the whistleblower uh, story. Um, where Rudy is getting his information from is what we're going to look at. Uh, we're going to look at the latest appointee by Donald Trump. Uh, he has appointed somebody to the Commission of Presidential Scholars. And it, finally, it's a go- <laughs> it's someone who knows what they're doing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, an appointee that deserves the job. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, and we're going to ask the question, where are the good ones? Weren't there supposed to be some good ones? Yeah. Who were like... Where have all the cowboys gone? Yeah. Really? Where oh, have yeah. all the good ones gone? Uh, uh, we're going to look at uh, what's going on with that millennial lifestyle, the uh, urban millennial lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just what is it? What's up with these kids these days? <laughs> uh, and, Classic question. And there is another reboot coming out that I'm... I This is the most intrigued like slash baffled I've ever been by a movie description uh, in the early stages of the movie. Uh, Mattel has some has some new joints coming out of the Mattel uh, cinematic universe that are interesting, <laughs> intriguing, God. confusing. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, but first, Katie, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? All right. This one's a, a little embarrassing. Uh, I've got this... Tiny terrier dog. Mm-hmm. He's like ten pounds wet, and he's got a little oh, bit really? of a, a mohawk situation going with his hair. And I really want to get him like a little leather vest, <laughs> a little oh, leather yeah. harness, like a little, leather little biker baby. Yeah, yeah, little leather daddy. I, I would settle for like a cool jean jacket situation uh-huh. with pins, no, but like I think leather is really gonna. It's gonna be perfect for him. If Zeit gang out there, if you're leather gang too, yeah. uh, let us know. Where's the like bespoke? Like, are we talking like harnesses? Like some yeah, bonded shit? Would love, hardcore? Well, I mean, I would love the actual sense of the word harness so that I could clip his leash to it. Right, uh, right. You know, but yeah, anything. I'm sh- there has to be something. Like there has that. to be something like that. I there were some on Amazon. I don't really want to support Amazon, and they're kind of corny and stupid. I don't need that. I need something that's kind of tough because. Right. I feel like also though, if your dog's that small, the harness would be too heavy, like leather and metal, like on your tiny dog. Please, he's muscular. Oh, (laughs) he can hold it. Uh, So yeah, please, please send me recommendations for little leather baby harness. Like a like, so you'd be fine with a biker jacket, a vest, something like black leather. We black leather, absolutely. Chrome accents. If it's got some chrome, yeah, some like studs. All yeah. about it. Uh, well, unfortunately, you are in the one city in America where you'll just have no <laughs> luck finding anything some, like that. Uh, I have looked into for your dog. several yeah. uh, little dog stores, and I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. But I know yeah. it's out there. I know it exists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's that one leather bar um, by Sunset Junction? Mm-hmm. Um, oh yes, 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 yes! I it feel is, like the, I feel the homies like, around there will hook you up with some ideas. That is, I live right by there. That is yeah. such a good suggestion. I'm gonna go there today. You're like, hi, y'all. Just, I'm sure the bartender would be like, "There's actually a bespoke stuff for harnesses right. for dogs. Check it out." Uh, yeah, I wandered in there on a date once, and mm-hmm. it was very surprising. Was it like <laughs> that episode, that scene in uh, Police Academy? The where they go in there? scenes <laughs> in Police Academy. That was like a recurring bit yeah. where they were like, "Oh man, this is too good." Another we leather come bar. Back to it. Over this. and over again. I love that song so much. Yeah. It's called El Bimbo. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's incredible. Because it's the same. Well, as a kid, every time I was like, this was my favorite part of Police Academy. (laughs) Because I just thought, where they would just start dancing with him and shit. And the music, it's funny in Japan, though, too. Like, they use that melody, like, in game shows for other stuff. Yeah. So I would always kind of keep hearing it. I'm like, where did this come from? And then years ago, I was like, it's from Police Academy. Yeah. You know the song, El Bimbo. I'm going to blast it as I'm driving to the leather bar. Oh, it's it's fantastic. (laughs) It's power music. Yeah. Now, do leather bars often have like a spotlight that just hits you the second you walk into a room Uh, and then i have a feeling that may be a bit of hyperbole yeah maybe uh what is something you think is overrated you know what guys i'm gonna go with spicy food or your extra spicy miles just rolled his eyes Um, i'm not saying that you can't have a little bit of kick to it but your (laughs) salsas that are crazy burning your tongue i don't need that Mm. i don't need my my food experience to be unpleasant Mm -hmm. i don't need it to give me indigestion also that's not bringing out the flavor profile for me anyway no that's true there is a fine line right between spice and my tongue is i do not mind a little heat right but but if you're burning my tongue and taking away the flavor of everything else then you can you can keep it i don't want it i just live for the burn though yeah you You live for the burn Yep, well, just feeling it. You, look, you, you know what they say? Spicy in, spicy out. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't really do don't want that. Unless you eat bananas before. Little trick I learned. So I got to no. eat a banana before I eat my meal? I did a YouTube video where I <laughs> You ate. don't do that already? Come on. <laughs> I know I did it on YouTube, this video where I, I ate like at the time what was the hottest pepper on the planet, the Carolina, or no, the uh, Maruga Scorpion chili right um, what do you get out of that yeah, i'm with katie on this one i you know i wanted to know because growing up i love spicy food my grandfather had a barbecue restaurant and right. like he would always make batches of spicy stuff and as a kid you wanted to be like i can be like grandpa and yeah. i would eat like the adult level spice and i remember people were panicking in my family like, get that away from him and <laughs> right. i ate it and they were like he's the chosen child he did not <laughs> flinch he did so not now sweat. it's a point of pride it, right. it's become wrapped up in my identity i don't i mean truth be told i don't eat spicy food ever like blindingly spicy food that often but i enjoy it from time to time but when i was eating it i knew the rule spicy and spicy out and if i was like if i'm about to eat the hottest pepper on earth the outward part was a concern. So I went on a message board for competitive eaters who oh, do like Lord. spicy food challenges who eat like really gnarly. They're like, get that base of bananas in your stomach first. And that helps neutralize base the and, capsaicin. And I hear you. I, 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 I know. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why I don't know. do that to yourself? Yeah. You know, you know, why does, why does that one guy free climb without any like harnesses? You know, we just don't know. We don't know right. any better. It's yeah. You are kind of the free solo of diners. Thank you. Yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do agree that like I like some spice, but I like I prefer a nice medium salsa. Absolutely, I don't need the hot salsa that's gonna because it also it like distracts from the it flavor distracts. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I like a nice balance. Hey, look, I get it. You know, that's uh, that's this is very white of culture. Like, I get it. Hey, I like a nice medium one. And I like it's a not nice, a knock. I like a nice mayo. What about you, Katie? <laughs> Nothing spicier than mayo. <laughs> A nice light uh, mango salsa, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like the you go to a restaurant and they like they put Tabasco on the table. Like, what are you trying to kill me? <laughs> whoa, hey. whoa, 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 whoa. Um, the oh the the banana trick is also something they tell people to do for. Uh, I remember this from an old Sports Illustrated article. Somebody went up in the vomit comet, the like zero gravity thing, and oh, they tell yeah. you to eat bananas before. Before because going into zero settles, gravity, uh, it settles your stomach, and they also taste the same coming up as they do going down. So okay. it doesn't like. Oh, so it's mostly because like yeah. you're going to vomit, man. You right. might as well you're do something. Yeah, but you wouldn't that well really ruin bananas? 
Uh, if it tastes the same coming up. They, I have like a slight allergy to bananas, oh, I realize. Because not like in a bad way. I just don't want to eat them. Like my throat will itch a little bit. You've really got a problem when you're spicy eating them. Yeah. Well, right. I, I don't eat everything else I can handle, like hot Thai food or yeah. whatever. I'm fine Thai with that. Thai food it's when is I go. next level shit. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you go, yo, go to North Hollywood where the Thai restaurants are at and the hot there. Or at some restaurants would be like, you want Thai hot? I'm right. Like, that's right. Have bring you, it. That's the question. Have you been to Night Market? Yes. So good. Yes. My wife spent like a couple months in Thailand and like she likes the food like Thai hot. Right. And like we'll sit down and she'll be like, no, he doesn't want it. Like, yeah, actually she know. Yeah. <laughs> like, he wants it like, you know, a white person spicy. Yeah. I just don't want yeah. my lip to sweat. When right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want well, to yeah, because Korean people it. love their spicy food too. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. the one thing I, I wish Japanese food had more spices in it, but you know, teach their own. Yeah. Um, what is something you think is underrated? I'm going to surprise you guys right now. Uh-oh. Uh, windows. <laughs> Windows 95, 97? No, windows. What's XP? something that we go through our life taking for granted every goddamn day? Wow, it's a window. window. Oh, the and windows in buildings. The windows in buildings, the windows in your car. Can you imagine driving Eyes, the windows without to the a soul? window? Eyes, the windows to the soul. We <laughs> never- Can you imagine driving without windows is a great question. I cannot, Katie. If we were sitting in here in darkness, do you think we'd have this energy? No, we would not. No. We'd be sleepy like birds, yeah. right? If the birds get sleepy, sleepy we like put birds? the thing on top. Put a towel oh. over their cage. <laughs> Isn't that Windows. how you put their birds to sleep? That's how put the birds yeah. That's how I put my dog to sleep. When put a blanket on great. him? Yeah. Want him to calm that's down. That's what we do with our kids. I put him in a parakeet cage and I put a towel over it. <laughs> I told you he's very small. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just underappreciated. Huh? Underappreciated. We walk through life. And we never stop and say, thank you, Windows. There's a nice window. Is it that yeah. can we broaden out a little bit? Is it about transparency? It, sure, it can be about transparency. Right. Absolutely, let's isn't go a into window, that. Absolutely, there's nothing opaque. There's nothing deceptive about a window. And then this time of deception and yeah, lies, right, right. I think that we need to just stop and take stock. Did you have a sort of light bulb moment with the window where you're like, I'm sorry, Windows. Yeah. I have been taking you for granted. Yeah, yesterday when I was thinking about what to talk about, <laughs> today. To talk about. So you were trying to complete this That's as funny. you were driving Dan, here. Can we, Dan, can we pull up that clip from 2006 from Katie's old YouTube channel? <laughs> Fuck Windows. Listen, we all evolved. Right, you can't right. hold me to past Katie. <laughs> right, right, right. And it's true. And so you do stand by those comments or no? You've moved on since then. I stand, I've moved on since then. Okay, great. So we uh, don't have to play the clip. No, we don't have to. I apologize for my previous derogatory comments <laughs> on windows. <laughs> right. Uh, what do you think about a nice uh, stained glass window? I was just about to say that. Cool. That's a lovely addition. Yeah. You know, a, like, yeah. I wouldn't want all of my windows to be stained glass. Yeah, that's but, a good point. But a room where you're like meditating. It's drinking. a controversial take. Controversial not all take. windows should be stained glass windows. Not all windows. But some. there's room for all types of windows in my right. world. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, to go along with that point, I re- to me, I feel like the most luxurious thing you could have are floor-to-ceiling windows. Oh, absolutely. I don't know why. Because yeah. I guess because you're you're banking a lot on those windows I not just, really being able to protect you. But look, they're going to bring in all the light. I want to I wanna be rich enough to have floor-to-ceiling windows and then stand naked Watching the sunset or something wow. in front of them. That's yeah. like a real power move. Although I did, uh, was talking <laughs> I did with somebody. Flash the street in Las Vegas. Yeah, and you know, got arrested. That's fine. Uh, someone was talking about being in an earthquake uh, in the '90s. Some earthquake. Was it yeah, the North one. I don't know. And being like, the only thing that really happened that was scary was that all the windows shattered. And so there's that. They can turn into like yeah, little knives. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we. 
We eat with everything. There's a little bit of a and risk. And look, right. even if even you don't even have to be wealthy, you get an old shipping container, right. cut the front end off, and build a floor to ceiling window there. Boom, you got your floor to ceiling windows. Absolutely. Yeah, you've made it. Yeah, it sounds a uh, very reasonable thing I mean, to do. Even if windows break, they're still windows. Yo, ship, I right. was looking. I think shipping container structures are kind of cool. Yeah. I hear there's like. Have you seen that one? That's like a bunch of them stacked on top of each other. Probably it's like it's on every Europe. listicle of yeah, like yeah. cool <laughs> shipping <laughs> container yeah, homes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, cool. Windows. All right, we settled I, I was going to say that Roman from uh, Succession ruined floor to ceiling windows. For oh, me, but yeah. I just yeah. started watching it. You'll oh. find out. Yeah, you'll, you'll see. Okay. Uh, finally, but in a way, he loved it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, to each their own. What is, uh, what's a myth? What's something people think? I is can't true? remember if I said this last time, but. Oh, well, cracking your knuckles does not cause arthritis. I think you did. Dang and it. I think it needs to be reiterated. Dang I it. can't People even crack keep my knuckles. Telling me that. How do you crack your knuckles? I just crack them actually. Oh damn! No, fucked up. Ooh. What the fuck is that? Felt fucking that, good is yeah. what it was. <laughs> I'm a I baby. feel like I, I feel like I have to go to a point where my hands will break. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I don't crack my knuckles. I'm like, because I see people do it so casually. Cracking. Yeah, I Honestly, remember as a kid, like one of my friends would always crack his knuckles. I'm like, I can do that, and I tried to get my the point yeah. at which my knuckle cracked. I was yeah. like, this ain't the it. The one that you're doing now, where you like smash it like a fist, that scares me. That feels like you can do some. You could just disjoint something, but the general like, yeah, folded hands thing. I could't do it. Cody my, taught me how to do it, and now it's something that I live oh, really? with the rest of my life. Maybe yeah. I, I'll get I, some I worked on it. Knuckle cracking <laughs> lessons from Cody. Then nice. It should be noted. Get Katie's knuckles are. Giant swollen, uh, but they're not, but they are not arthritic. (laughs) No, (laughs) you have perfectly normal looking hands. I was just, I've always had old lady hands and I'm fine with it. No, they look like Fedor's fucking fists. Wow, I would not, I would not want a right hook from you or left or they're very, yeah, they're bony. (laughs) That's is the isn't that a thing like parents would always say? You're gonna get a razor doctor. I remember a babysitter told me that when I was younger and I thought Mm. it my whole life. To think of recently, fucked up things. Adults told us as, as kids that could have fucked our whole perception of the world. Absolutely. Uh, how often do you get people saying the same myth? Um, um it's not. It's pretty common yeah. for people yeah. who come back, and I was like, I can't remember if I, I said think this. the more frequent or thing I, is repeated over underrated. I think there oh, will yeah. be like a stretch run where like three people will. No, come but not up if the it's same the one. same person, the same guest doing like. Did oh. I do this overrated before? Is oh. that what you're talking about? I was talking about like, say, tomorrow's guest comes in with the same. Oh, that happens oh, a lot. That happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Typically, social media is the most common overrated, I think, I right. hear a lot of. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. But, I mean, that's part of the conceit of this show is that there is a zeitgeist out there. Yeah. There mm-hmm. is a collective unconscious. So we're Way all back, pulling dude. from the, the yeah. same from the same mind cloud. Cool. Yeah, dude. Uh, this guy gets cool. it. Cool. <laughs> Let's talk about Clueless. Uh, <laughs> Clueless is... A classic, I a mean, cultural ugh. classic. The Amy Heckerling film, canon, canon, beautiful. It's canon. fucking. I I think it's great. I loved it. Yes, and it used to be. Um, uh, I used to be able to say Donald Faison's lines from memory. Um, <laughs> and it's funny that he was like Murray was a role model in a weird, yeah. sad way. I was like, oh, look at this kind of light skinned dude on the movie screen. <laughs> um, and now. Okay, there was. I don't know if you do you remember the Clueless TV show that happened like in the I late nineties. I reading this. It I had Stacy Dash. It had the actress that played Amber. The only person that wasn't there was Alicia Silverstone, who was another actress. It had like one season on ABC, two on UPN. I Whoa, clearly have seen move. it too much. Miles, um, can you paint a picture of what the new Clueless will be for yes, me please. using other cultural yes, touchstones? Yes. Okay, so 
everyone's first thought is, well, do we really need this version of Clueless right. again? We're past this. Come on. Well, now, this new version, as they say, the new Clueless, Mean Girls meets okay. Riverdale. Okay. Whoa. Meets a Lizzo music video. Okay. okay. Also Shut is set in high school. Up. It is described as a baby pink and bisexual blue-tinted tiny sunglasses wearing oat milk latte and Adderall-fueled look at what happens when the high school queen bee Cher disappears and her lifelong number two Dion steps into Cher's vacant Air Jordans. Disappears? Also, Cher would never wear Air Jordans. Let's be real. Right. Absolutely not. I mean, I guess maybe unless she's like really in the modern, up to now. Like, yeah, like I guess I don't maybe think you'd the wear modern like modern cool girls wear Air Jordans. If you're, I guess if you if you dress a specific way, like if you're into if you're a sneakerhead, you might have a pair okay. of Royals. You know, you might have a pair of Breads, Bread Ones. I guess Katie doesn't think I'm a cool girl. Well, Jack, <laughs> that's I think for you're a cool episode. guy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a cool uh, guy who's trying their best. <laughs> <laughs> and you obviously haven't been in high school for a long time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so... <laughs> Which is a good thing. Yeah. It is a good for, thing. Uh, for man in his upper 30s. 30s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then it says, how does how does Dion deal with the pressures of being the new most popular girl in school while also unraveling the mystery of what happened to her best friend? Oh, shit. Like, so, she like, legit disappeared. She disappeared. Yeah, it's a mystery. Yeah, like oh. Cher Horowitz went ghost she vamoosed what? and like the cops aren't on all, on it oh come on Katie. Nah, you know how these shows who work. solves <laughs> high school crimes high, high school schoolers students. exactly and Always. also in these shows high school teachers somehow get to have sex with the students without any consequences <laughs> some all these shows are always like that like in river I, I touch on this all the time the one time i saw riverdale a teacher had sex with a student and like the parents were like you need to get out of town yeah. <laughs> and i was like that's the p- I'm no, sorry. you need to get to jail. <laughs> right. we, wait, I'm sorry. What? That's yeah. the point. Just go. It is a disturbing message we're getting out there. Because well, like, yeah. girls are, a lot of girls are, I'm sure boys too, in love with the, their young teachers. Yeah. Right. Well, Riverdale was a woman. Uh, the teacher was a female teacher with a male student. Yeah. Oh, so wow. Let's not put that out there that it's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Teachers and student love affairs are, are chill. Yeah. At worst, you get out of town. They Did did they happen at you guys' school? Come on, Jack. Why you got to Oh, I was in that? love with my... No, English. but like I don't think that there was any actual well, relationships. My, oh I man! Had a really? Yo, <laughs> <laughs> he he hooked up with a student who had just graduated. There oh. were rumors like that that were like the second they were eighteen and not a student. Yeah, there were I, there was some shit, and then they got they got their asses kicked the fuck out. I had a very old teacher, uh, a lovely, wonderful teacher, one of my favorite teachers. Uh, I didn't realize till later he did marry one of his students. After, sure. I, I don't know how, but it couldn't. Right. But what was the age difference? A big age yeah. difference. And then this is the weird part: they had a kid and named her after me. <laughs> oh, I Are you remember for real? you telling that story. Yeah. On, uh, Are you for like they named news? their they like named, they reached out and they said we want to name. Didn't reach out. After. I like they named their kid Katie. I mean, I'm sure they they named their kid the Katie. Na- but you were like their they named their name Katie Stole, and I'm not going to say his last name. <laughs> right. Uh, but he told my dad too. Right. He told He's my like, dad. Oh, yeah. You see this one? Yeah. Named after, Named after your, your daughter. Katie. Weird, weird, weird. See, we're kind of like buddies now. Yeah. Uh, no, not really, just, sir. It was so common. Like, I, I went to two separate high schools. And it's happened and everywhere. I th- yeah, it happened. I mean, that's, you can't discount how the society was moving at that time. Yeah. Where it was just. And even now. It's not that long ago, but right. yeah. Yeah, that it's a sort of like, no matter where you go, yeah. there are lecherous men yeah. uh, who are out there. And women. Yeah. And women, and too. Women. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. 
Well, shit. Uh, anyways, anyway. Clueless <laughs> reboot. I'm I'm in actually. I now, guess when uh, they say the Lizzo music video sounded like too cynical, like it was. I could just like picture the dude in Hollywood like pitching that and just being like, Ugh. yeah. But uh, now now I'm on board that there's a murder mystery. I wonder if what they're saying with their the whole when they say it is described as a baby pink and bisexual blue tinted tiny sunglasses like that whole thing. Is it you think gonna have kind of a euphoria aesthetic to it? Is that is that what they're Maybe. trying to get at? Like if they're doing, edgy but like team? a lighter version of it, yeah, a right. network version of it. Uh, well, what this is describing does not feel like Clueless. Yeah, no. I guess it's like, and I understand that they're using right. they the appeal of a, an existing property right. to attract people. Yeah. Right, Riverdale did not feel like Archie. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. But even then, it wasn't like Archie. Archie the New Adventures kind of thing. Right. It like still was kind of vague. But whereas this one, like I wonder, are they using Clueless to draw people in? But it's a show that may have well come out before some of the people who would be the target audience were even born. Oh, right. yeah. So like it's weird where like if I was a kid, we're like, yo, Bonanza. The right. people coming out, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't think that there's many like teenage girls that are like watching Clueless. Well, that was the question I had about Riverdale too. Is sure. like is that just to get the foot in the door with the executives? Yeah, probably. It's just like this is an existing IP, right? That's how you like, sneak you it in. Dummies care about mm-hmm. existing IP, so it's like, oh, dude, it's like an Archie reboot, but it's gritty, right? Rather than saying it's an interesting, like yeah. it's a young adult. That's just melodrama. for the executives and the New York Times editors who are like, I remember Archie. Well, because <laughs> yeah. we live it, when you look Times. at how development works now. Most of these people are not very creative, so you have to speak in terms that already exist because they're not able to ideate originally. So you have to say, it's like this thing you know and this other thing you know. And they're like, great, rather than maybe describing an entirely new idea. Yeah. Like, huh. The gritty Beverly Hillbillies. (laughs) I'd watch that. Yeah. Uh, That's like Breaking Bad? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. I actually really would watch that. Yeah, Yeah. Meth Cook moves to Beverly Hills. Right. Yeah, that's the striking oil of modern death. Yeah, Jed Clampett just fucking trapping. Yeah. Wow. Have you guys Mm. seen El Camino? Uh yeah, I'm almost done. It's weird because Yo, on Netflix I watch through that like it's really? a fucking Russian <laughs> yeah. novel. Well, Savoring it? I, no, I just like end up like just I don't know why I haven't been able to get a sustained amount of time to yeah. watch it all right. the way through. But I'm loving. I'm almost done. It actually, just really makes it. me miss it. Uh, making it, yeah, yeah, Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad. Um, last thing I was gonna say about Clueless is I don't know CBS doing this. I don't right. feel like they're gonna. The I think they're shopping all it. Edgy. They're yeah. shopping, oh, they're shopping it around. It's just okay. CBS production. Company. I think so it, like, it may end network. up them because I think they own the rights to it. Got um, it. But I believe it's getting shopped mm. around. All right. All yeah. right. So they could be, but you know, if this feels like CW, if we're going to be real. It does feel like CW. Because everything on CW's, you know, of Is that, that where Riverdale's on? It is. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and uh, there's a subreddit that Boing Boing uh, outlined. <laughs> boing Boing. What a uh, great sentence. <laughs> there's a subreddit that, that Boing Boing just... Uh, welcome yes. to the early 2000s. Uh, but they brought to my attention that is documenting a thing that I've noticed quite yeah. a bit recently in uh, mainstream media, which is what they're describing as Bernie Blindness. That's the name of the subreddit. Uh, right. Our slash Bernie, Bernie Blindness. Uh, and it's just mainstream media sources 
basically erasing Bernie from stories where he, in any other circumstance, if it was another candidate, he would be the story. Yeah. So there's a poll that showed Bernie beating Trump in Iowa while Warren and Biden were both like losing by a couple of percentage points. And uh, The Hill reported on it, Trump holds slim lead over Warren and Biden in Iowa matchups. And then if you read it, it's like, Bernie is beating Trump. Yeah, but it was like, Three paragraphs down, or something. Yeah, it was yeah. in the third paragraph. What? Well, and again, <laughs> there's a story about. Uh, go ahead. What were you? No, say? I'm no. It's more commentary on this entire thing, but we should go through the examples. Right. There's a story uh, in CNN. Debate coach, a star emerged from the Democratic debate. Oh wow! And the image below, or the video below it, has like a still image of Pete Buttigieg uh, on it. You know, it's like that's the. Yeah. The image that uh, represents the video content. So the clear implication is Pete Buttigieg is the star, which was the mainstream media's uh, narrative coming out of the debate. And then you go to the article, and he's like, "There was only one person who really jumped off the stage, and that was Bernie. He so this really is the debate coach. The debate coach was like the only person who did really well was Bernie. You think they're doing a thing where they ask an expert, expecting they're not going to say Bernie, and then like, oh fuck, all right, let's pretend it's something else or just obscure it, or they, I don't know, it's just weird. What, it is what weird. The lot, like, why even do it? It's so hard to wrap your mind around. <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard to wrap your mind around, but whenever I'm like, they're not doing this on purpose, are they? Right. But they have to be. Yeah, well, of course. I mean. <laughs> They're just doing, it's the same thing that happened in 2016. It's just they can't, their brain doesn't have room for the reality that we no longer live in the same world as the one that they've been covering since their career started. And whomever owns the different media companies or who pulling for somebody, not wanting him to be. Yeah, the Washington Post does it a lot. A lot. MSNBC, all of them do. But I I bet it's not even explicit. I bet the editors of the websites and the uh, newspapers aren't sitting down saying, cut the Bernie out of the thing. I bet it's just they're like, okay, I like that one. I like that Warren thing. Okay, I like the... Biden thing, like I like the Biden angle, but they're just like not. You don't like think they just it's, get a sense that it's like I don't know. This is so disingenuous to me that I can't help but think it is intentional. Right. Because yeah. again, if you look at the policies that he stands for, it's an existential threat to this billionaire yeah. class yeah. and these corporatocracies that are you know the corporatocracy. We but learn. people who work in media hate to be the bad guy, so I would I would imagine they're not like being like. Cut the Bernie out of the thing. I bet it's just implied. Or yeah, them. you can just tell knowing. by the the way stories are getting promoted. promoted like, oh, this getting... person is doing well because yeah. they cover yeah. Bernie in this way. That either way, it's still intentional. It's really just maybe great communicated. seventh story about how Warren is surging. <laughs> like right. that's, that's what you hear at the editorial meeting. You're gonna uh, assume yeah. that uh, that's what. Uh, one more story that I thought was interesting uh, from the Independent. So he got the endorsement of the most popular uh, politician in the world, in America at the very least, uh, AOC. Uh, And it turns out uh, that's actually bad for him. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Bernie Sanders' quote, squad endorsements don't point to his campaign strength. They point to its weakness. Which oh, is really? That, what? In the independent. That women of color are supporting? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Unbelievable. Getting AOC and her peers on board so early in the game suggests the senator needs to change tactic after stagnation in the polls and concerns for his health. 
I mean, I more get the point of not maybe endorsing someone this early on because you'd hope that you can get one of Elizabeth or Bernie like to the actual nomination. But at the same time, that's their prerogative. And these people, let's be real, they are more that's the the reality, the future that they want to see become a reality is the one that that Bernie is painting for them. Well, yeah. And I think I'm sure AOC and, you know, the squad were like, well, it. Like, we can't act like we're not endorsing him. Like, he just right. did, a, he just had a really great debate. Like, it would be weird to just, like, keep pretending. Like, but I guess who else is, how, how many people have already endorsed one of these people like that? There's a lot of endorsements, and uh, Warren's actually not doing well in the endorsement. Really? Do you know who she's been endorsed by? I don't. Uh, but Yumbrans, I just know that Subway. Uh, <laughs> I just know that 538, <laughs> Subway sandwiches. Like, Subway sandwiches. Yeah. 538 has a, like, collection okay. of them mm-hmm. and it seems like she's just getting frozen out because bernie's getting the left-wing yeah. endorsements right and, a lot of unions too and nobody who's like mainstream monoculture is going to endorse her because she has the same policies as bernie that are going to fuck them over so she's just like kind of in this middle space uh in terms of endorsements i don't which... know maybe yeah uh maybe these people coming forward to endorse him because Media coverage isn't treating yeah. him fairly, right. and yeah. it's like, and it well, creates a headline, at let's least. give this while he's in the race. I'm going to throw my support behind him. Yeah, and, you know, if he doesn't get the nomination, they'll yeah, they'll right. be like, okay, then I'll endorse this person. Right, <laughs> then I'll endorse easy. Trump. Yeah, but the amount of yeah gymnastics they do to just be like, this is yeah. it's very deceptive. And if a lot of people do just skim headlines, so you would yeah. think even with that Buttigieg thumbnail, where you go. Oh, a star is born. Okay, I'm going to infer that that means that Buttigieg is the one who's. The he star. got a, a Bernie got an A and he got a B from this guy who coaches the uh, national championship debate team in the NCAA. I guess. Okay. Hey, uh, I was a D one debater. Too. Yeah. I was actually D two, but. Oh, were you a college athlete? Yeah, yeah, no. I was. I was yeah, a, a, a D1 debater. debater. debater uh, I don't know if you've... Uh... It's called mental athletics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they, they also highlighted a troll campaign that somebody found on Reddit where somebody keeps posting the same thing. As much as I love and support Bernie, it's time to give up. There is no way he is winning and should... Nor should he be after having a life-threatening heart attack. Oh wow, they really did just repost that same thing. Yeah, over they reposted and over. it over and over, and in the that's same just subreddit, to, not even like fucking yeah. going around. It's just something to keep an eye out for because I it sounds exactly like how somebody would formulate that um, the sentiment of like, right. dude, yeah. I'm, I'm saying get him out because I love him so right. much. So exactly. don't look, don't paint me as some like fucking. I care about his well-being. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like the second he does start getting mainstream attention, I do feel like Russian trolls and also U.S. like corporate trolls like, yeah. will U.S. corporate money will start going pretty heavily to yeah you know, opposition campaigns. Yeah, unofficial ways of opposing him. Right. All right. Let's look at uh, re- really quickly just the whole Ukraine scandal and the whistleblower story. Uh, You guys have been doing some great coverage of this story on uh, the Worst Year Ever podcast. Yeah. Some coverage that even got some uh, media attention. I know. That was exciting. That was pretty cool. A little write-up in AV Club. Yeah. Hey. Uh, Yeah. If you guys aren't listening to Worst Year Ever, you really should be. Yeah. Yeah, you really should, guys. You really Um, really should. So... (laughs) 
before we get into the this is kind of a minor story but i think interesting it's about somebody just like looked at who rudy giuliani follows and was like so what must his twitter feed look like uh and it's it's a lot of like right-wing conspiracies and oh like looking who he follows who he follows so he follows a number of accounts that promote the QAnon conspiracy Five percent of the accounts that he follows have explicit QAnon references permanently on their Twitter pages, either in the pinned tweets or Twitter names or bios or header images. Uh, other accounts he follows suggest Barack Obama is engineering the Trump impeachment process to install Michelle Obama in the White House. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. plans to kill off each Democratic mm-hmm. presidential candidate well, so that true. she can become president herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg has been dead Secretly for dead, yeah. months. <laughs> uh, but, Dave situation. Uh, there was also something about how uh, this is this takes it way back. This is like old school conspiracy among Protestant Americans that uh, the Pope is secretly taking over the world. And has How far like, does that one go back? That goes. I mean, that was huge during JFK's uh, run for the presidency. Oh, right, because he, he was like a Catholic. Catholic. Uh-huh. They were like, he's doing the bidding of the Pope, who's going to install him, and then he's going to start doing the Pope's bidding. Do Pope like, shit out here. Start doing Pope shit. I don't even know if I would know what What's that would Pope look shit? like. Pope shit? I guess it would yeah. be like... What's that agenda look like? Where yeah. Like, oh, I this mean, is clearly the Catholic agenda, because I right. feel like they're, if you're Protestant, you're also probably pro-life. Right. So what's the, I'm curious to know. It's like, oh, what? We're going to not eat meat on Fridays during Lent yeah. <laughs> as a nation? Is that just Catholics? Or do, do, do. Uh, uh, yeah. During, during. That's just Catholics? Yeah. And that's only no, during very a little bit of religion. So I don't know. Month. Yeah. That's what yeah. I thought. Or okay. of the year. I yeah, should know Lent. this. I was 40 raised. Days. I was raised. Look, Catholic. Monday, Tuesday is your last day to get your shit in. Then right. Ash Wednesday, you kick it off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, there's also a picture that they have uh, that somebody tweeted and was like, how did this not come out when she was running that shows Ilhan Omar uh, loading a gun while she's uh, attending terrorism class, Somalia training camp, exclamation point, exclamation point. Uh, it's a photograph from years before she was born. So not her. So not her. No. <laughs> that's just another so that's just Somali racist. woman. Yes. yes. Cool, cool, cool. Incredibly racist. Oh, yes. Woman of color with gun equals terrorist. Yep. But then we have all of our blonde, you know, Twitter avatars like, hi, I have a machine gun. Right. No, that's just American. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm like, no, that's just a patriot, man. Yeah. I guess this isn't surprising, but it really irritates me. <laughs> like yeah. this guy, I mean, he can't believe this shit. Uh, but it's maybe but, he does. Oh, but I think he does. Well, he does. Uh, you well, think he does? It's like I don't know. I he's think just a liar. Because when you look at a lot of the stuff that he's saying, like around the like the Ukraine scandal, it's like he's been pushing conspiracy theories, right? Yeah. So in we a think way, he's drunk or losing his mind, losing his and mind. it's just that or he's this just is the ignorant. Feed, this he's is the troll. input he's getting, right? Like we we talk about like media bubbles, like it's like five or six separate media bubbles, but it's everybody is in their own little media bubble. It's a media foam. There's everybody's got their own individual Say media foam. Bu- foam, yeah. yeah so right. he's been radicalized by the media foam. By his media foam, by his little tiny bubble yeah. that he exists in. I guess, yeah. You just read enough of it, you start to believe it. Yeah. But it is. So disconcerting that people that have so much power uh, 
or yeah, promoting this. Maybe even not actively promoting it by legitimizing well, he, it by following it and you know. Supporting well, but it. when you look at a lot of the stuff he's even saying about Ukraine and like this oh, server, yeah. like that's straight off his Twitter feed. Yeah, you know, a lot yeah. of this shit is straight off his Twitter feed. That remember that file of evidence that the State Department was like, this is what we had, and it was just a folder with a bunch of conspiracy yeah. theories and shit. And it's like they must think on some level a that it's true. Or they think that because there's a theory there that's enough to sort of, you know, rationalize or legitimize like right. their suspicions. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, what about this, though? Right. You know what I mean? What happened to Building 7? Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, when you have the person at the top who is who just believes all the conspiracy theories that he sees, then, like, there's nothing pushing back. It's just like, why wouldn't his top legal advisor believe that shit? <laughs> right. <God>. Right. <laughs> his top legal advisor. So sick. Uh, this is only slightly related because it's QAnon. I had a... I met my first QAnoner in real life. Oh. It was my Lyft driver Eight. coming oh, home late at night. Uh, I, I had had some drinks, so I really wasn't in a good shape to like have a, an intense <laughs> conversation to call him out on it. Right. But he was talking about, he's like, have you ever heard of Q? And I gasped. I'm like, You're I like, have. Yes, I, have I love Q. 007 films. <laughs> he pulled over. Oh. And I was like, I was like, I was like, they what? don't know who Q is though, right? And he's like, but we do. And he pulled over and he pulled oh, up no. a picture and it was uh, a Q. The letter Q made up of tiny pictures, like of different images. Yeah. And like he's like, if you, zo- yeah, like a mosaic. And he's like, and if you zoom in, you can see right here. And it was JFK. <laughs> and I was like, Q JFK was- Jr. or JFK OG? JFK. John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Yes. And I was like, it's JFK. He's like, <laughs> I didn't say it. You did. You're yeah, like, because you showed me a picture. Of it. <laughs> so you hey, do man. believe it. What? It was. Bro, I'm smacked. I'm trying to get home. <laughs> It was wild. And then he dropped me off. He's like, give me a good review. <laughs> What'd you give him? Uh, gave him a cue. I gave him yeah. like. Cue out of cue. I don't actually have never seen. I don't know how you give reviews, but I didn't give him five stars. Where we go one star, we go all. <laughs> I don't think I've ever given anybody anything other than five stars. Me, that nah. was the one time. Yeah. I Even think when like. I don't, you, I've, been, I've been saving it for somebody. A QAnon driver. Like well, actually, there was one time that somebody was cooked out of their mind and I think i gave him like three stars oh, like, this guy that. should probably that was generous do a drug of test. you yeah i think just also pulling over mid ride that's nah, terrifying nah, 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 12 30 nah, at nah, night nah, yeah that ain't right no that person needs to be talk reported. all you want like whatever i can absorb that i get it you're in your car i can i can just turn off and you can feel like i'm listening but like don't interrupt the ride to try and like now no, now you're no. robbing me of control here like yes like, at all I'm like what the fuck is this yeah Zoom it. Did he have like it was just on his phone or something? On his phone, he pulled up. Yeah, his energy was weird out of the gate. Mm, <laughs> uh, yeah. Obviously, right, right. Oof. Huh. Um. Well, so like you know about Comet Pizza? I'm like, okay, never mind. Never mind <laughs> he never might. Mind. I yeah, one of my favorite I, pizza places. Yeah, love it. The Doughboys actually went there and had Did the they? pizza and said it was good. Yeah, it's All good. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, you went too, right? I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um. Her Majesty's from DC. You know what I mean? So. Speaking of uh, the the sorts of people who drove you home, uh, <laughs> who drive you home late at night, uh, Trump <laughs> has appointed a person to the Commission of Presidential Scholars. So these are the people who are like officially part of a- according to the writing depart- history. According to the Department of Education, so the Commission on Presidential Scholars, they're a group of eminent private citizens mm-hmm. appointed by the president to select and honor the presidential scholars. The mm. scholars 
uh, demonstrate exceptional accomplishments in academics, the arts, career, and technical education, and an outstanding commitment to public service. Yes. Oh, that's okay. great. So this this board, they pick, you know, who are we will or the president will consider or these this commission will be like, these are our right. You know, our, our, our finest scholarly minds. What makes it into the Smithsonian? What makes it into presidential libraries? And who's libraries? just someone doing, doing the most right now right. when it comes to their scholarly work? So he appointed George Mentz, <laughs> who I have to assume is a great, uh, respected scholar. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you're not familiar with him because of this, you might be familiar with his Illuminati self-help books. Unbelievable. The Illuminati Secret Laws of Money, The Wealth Mindset Manifesto. The life-changing magic and habits of spiritual money. What's it, spiritual money? Spiritual, spiritual ma- mastery. I'm sorry. The life-changing magic? Yeah. Of spiritual mastery. Another one. It Works, the greatest success book to think and grow rich with the power of your subconscious mind. The combined summary ideas of Joseph Murphy, Napoleon Hill, and Dr. George Mentz. Doctor. That's the whole title? Yeah. yeah. It's too long. He has a lot of these books. Now, if you go on late 1800s titles, like all the books back then have like paragraph lengths. Here's some other ones. And this is a Wonkette did a great job putting together a lot of his hits. A hundred secrets and habits of the Illuminati for life success. Unbelievable. The art of the highly effective badass, the path to extreme illumination and the secret rules of crushing it. (laughs) (laughs) That's one book. What I just said. That was in three titles. This guy has a, a book with crushing it in the title yeah. and he is being and he's crushing it i think he's we should all agree he is crushing it, it dude now he's so. in the i mean and don't worry it's not just because he's a trump donor right it's because he deserves to be there yeah 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 uh, but, is he a donor oh come on man the president Ooh. doesn't nominate people just because they're donors Could you imagine? Right. i just like they have what to that also process be is. blatantly praising him all the time right yeah like well, someone I mean, donates and he's like okay so what would you like if he has money to donate then i mean Clearly, the guy's crushing well, it. Well, look at his credentials. This is from his website. The first person in the United States. Alrighty, when you start something off like that, I'm checked out. Yeah. To be uh, multi-credentialed as a lawyer, MBA, qualified financial planner, certified financial consultant, chartered management consultant, and registered <laughs> slash licensed financial planner. The first person. Also, I like... He's qualified as yes. a financial planner. Qualified. I'm a qualified. <laughs> what does that mean? So... Now let's dig a little deeper. He used to be the CEO of a thing called the American Academy of Financial Management and is the owner of the ScamFest, the Global Academy of Finance and Management. And this is what uh, was written in the Denver Post about these companies. Both companies award certifications, allowing applicants to add an alphabet soup of titles after their names. For a fee, you can become an accredited life coach, a certified political scientist, a master Islamic financial specialist, or what? more than a hundred other titles. Master oh, Islamic my That God. sounds like a, like an SNL bit, like when you're sort right. of beating the game out and right. they get more absurd. Islamic financial specialist. So can I, well, I would actually just like to be an accredited Islamic financial specialist yeah. not, rather than a master Islamic financial specialist. Right. Uh, there's also a Wall Street Journal article in 2004 found AAFM awarded certifications to applicants who had never taken a course and in some cases had not taken a test to prove they knew the topic at hand. <laughs> so a lot of it- That's when what you the look mainstream at, media wants you to Dude, read. when you look at his credentials, again, qualified financial planner- Certified financial consultant, chartered management consultant, and mm. re- registered licensed financial planner. It's like he made a company where he could give himself these titles. Did right. he also give himself the credential to be the head of the Commission of Presidential Scholars? No, I, I no. we don't know. 
like, he may I be mean, humble right now. He may be humble. To be fair, I had never heard of the Commission of Presidential Scholars, so that I hadn't either. Thing, but, but I think, see, it, based on uh, preliminary research, it seems to be a real thing. We were asking at the end of last week what, like, you know, Trump, things have gotten so absurd. His speeches have gotten so absurd and, you know, decayed mind sounding that we, I was like, what, what is this going to look like in history books? Like, we will have to have a complete change in like what is considered funny i think it'll be that the republicans enabled like a sort of intellectually deficient president for four years and led the country into further disaster or he changes through appointments he changes who is writing yeah history is going to remember him i don't think i mean it's going to take a while because i think uh, just imagine who the first absurd scholar is going to be to try and write a glowing right. description of this. They will be category. They're just going to be torn down. Yeah. Because I don't think there's a way to be academic about this and look at just the facts that exist and then try and obscure it. Absolutely. I mean, people are going of to try to. they're going to try. This is at, them trying. I mean, look at how most people don't even know what slavery was like or right. the Civil yeah. War, how that started. Hey, to man, a lot of people didn't it. like Lincoln in his time, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but we don't see that now. That's why I'm a Republican. That's right. Because Lincoln was a Republican. Oh, Kanye. Now, please pass around the donation mean. plate. <laughs> <laughs> I am Christ. Right. I can't believe he did. I've what Did he perform at Howard or something like a couple weeks ago? Kanye? And yeah. started doing mega shit. Yeah. Did he really? And yeah. it really, I was like, ah, why? Yeah. It seems like a really odd fit to have someone like that at a historical black college yep. doing his, you know, I'm a, I'm a I free can't thinker. I imagine that went over well. No, but he was bragging about how many people, he was bragging about his crowd size. And the day before, I think baby had a concert. The, the quad was filled the fuck out. Yeah. And then a few people were just curious about Kanye. But yeah. this is this is the very first, like even before Trump was the nominee for the Republican Party, we did a podcast at Cracked where we talked about how narcissism is like a hack for the this modern version of like the social media media landscape. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like the two biggest narcissists, like if their narcissism is just allowed to flow freely, they will be the last to people standing as giant statues. I mean, when do you think Kanye will start selling self-help tapes and seminars? Not too long. I mean, he's already, look, he's pivoting to a cult-like figure at the moment. He's doing services, like religious services that put him at the center. Right. It's, oh man, can you imagine where it's like a, what is that country? Wild, wild country? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not at least like audio tapes or something, you know, releasing his sermons or yeah. whatever it is that he's doing yeah, yeah just a I lot can of see that just a lot of ranting ranting mm. yeah just trump jazz yeah mm. Oof. uh all right we're gonna take another quick break uh to contemplate that and we'll be right back and we're back and let's talk about that millennial lifestyle gang. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, there's an article like in the Atl- chair around as possible. <laughs> You're like, Mr. O'Brien, are you wearing a dangle earring? <laughs> That's you right. I sure am. It's a conversation <laughs> it's starter. A new me. <laughs> Just like your boy, Barry Bonds. And you're like, what? <laughs> Just like your hero, Just Barry like Bonds. Just like your boy, Barry Bonds. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. O'Brien. <laughs> um, so there's this article in The Atlantic that's talking about, like, it's titled, uh, The Millennial Urban Lifestyle is About to Get More Expensive. 
talking just about how there's this concept of the millennial lifestyle sponsorship, which essentially is that like a lot of companies like your Ubers, your DoorDash, your Caspers, your Lyfts, your Postmates, Blue Aprons, they are taking a huge hit by like by making their prices low to get people to use them. Right. Right. So because a lot of times you're like, how the fuck it only cost me 99 cents for someone to deliver this shit? Right. Yeah. And because it's being it's just being debt like they're subsidizing it through the investments and things like that because they're after like ubiquity. They want to they want to get their user base as big as possible. But right. the problem is it's not good business. Right. Right. It's um, not working. Yeah. And like this article just starts off. If you wake up on a Casper mattress, work out with a Peloton before breakfast, Uber to your desk at a WeWork, order DoorDash <laughs> for lunch, take a lift home and get dinner through Postmates. You've interacted with seven companies that will collectively lose nearly $14 billion wow. this year. If you use Lime Scooters, uh, download WAG to walk your dog and sign up for Blue Apron, that's three more brands that have never recovered a dime in earnings or have seen their valuations fall by more than 50%. Hmm. Doesn't sound sustainable. Does not sound sustainable. Yeah. On the other hand, mm-hmm. this is like Amazon just you know, back back in the day was not a company that was making any profits. I, I think this kind of goes back. I think it's easy to uh, speculate that these companies are going to go under because they will go under because of the way that the tech sector is completely dominated by four companies that just changed the rules mm-hmm. to, you know, kill everybody else, essentially. Yeah. Well, I think at the ver- what they're saying is because at the end of the day, they do know that this is a problem. Right. That's just going to become more expensive suddenly. Right. And also a caveat, they say millennials here, but let's be real. This is more like young professionals who have disposable income who live in urban areas, not the generation itself, because I don't know anybody who eats Postmates fucking three square Postmates a day. And if you do, you're, uh, what's her name? Jessica Simpson. Right. (laughs) Because we should do like 100K a month or something. Yeah. She was really, really doing it. On Postmates? Yes. That's obscene yeah hey that's and see and that's the lifestyle we're chasing man. life goals yeah, yeah. goals dude 100k on postmates dude i uh, never have to do your dishes right yeah i'll just i'll just create so much waste mm-hmm. and uh carbon emissions from having people drive around town for this shit one that he said specifically uh this is by Derek thompson i think yeah the writer one of the things he said that specifically we know now because they like broke it down to units and like per customer uh blue apron is not Making it happen, essentially. No. He was saying that they were basically subsidizing their users and podcast producers. Yeah. yeah. Sent that, look, they say, look, you buy a subscription for a Blue Apron. You pay $100 a month, but then you do it for a second month, a third, but by the fourth, you're like, I actually know how to cook now. Yeah. Uh, right. why don't I need, I'll just go to the fucking store like everybody else. Right. And I, and I feel confident now. Thank you, Blue Apron. Mm-hmm. Much praise to you right. for walking me through this uh, desolate landscape known as trying to learn how to cook. And so your lifetime value to the company mm-hmm. is $400 for the four months you paid um, or 100. Okay. So, but since that, they have to spend $50,000 to add 100 new users. That's- so they're spending $500 to get a user who will only spend four four hundred, yeah, yeah, they they did the math and they were like, oh, this doesn't this doesn't work. Well, that's why it again, check out to me. It's in the list where their revenues have fallen and their valuations have fallen by at least fifty percent, more than fifty percent. Yeah, it was some wild number. Uh, but it's funny because like as a generation, we're relying on our parents and tech companies to yeah. be like, can you get me here? Right. Can That's you get me food? Because, yeah, there, there just hasn't been, this is the first time that they just haven't let the new generation come in and take over the earning potential that right. the previous generation did because 
you know, some might say it's because millennials are lazy and <sighs> the economy is bad. And millennials some might say are the brokest fucking generation. Boomers are refuse are the most selfish, like they're pathologically just on. narcissistic generation <laughs> yeah. ever. And they're just like, now we're going to hoard all of this and then change the rules so that nobody else gets any. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all. <laughs> um, well, yeah, you know, yeah. this is the the landscape. So yeah. kind of like get your fill of your Blue Apron now before it goes away. Yeah, yeah. or it's like, hey, get your shit together. Watch a YouTube get video your and start cooking together. your own food. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Because I think there was this whole boon of like, how do, like, what's the Uber for fucking pick yeah. any fucking thing? Uber for hats. Uber for high fives. <laughs> Uber for windows. <laughs> I just got a fucking ad in my Instagram that was this weird thing where you pay a monthly fee to have like gym clothes and the latest fitness apparel waiting for you or FedEx to you in a city you go to. So you don't have to bring your workout clothes on a fucking trip. I mean, that solves a problem that we've all had. Who the fuck (laughs) is that for? Hey, I'm a coked out business executive who doesn't have a shit together. So I bring like a shopping bag with me as my luggage. I forget my clothes a lot. Luckily, my (laughs) assistant will fucking phone in. I'll get a FedEx package with some Nikes and some like new, it just, I, th- that's where I look at it. And I'm like, you also see the bubble that even these investors yeah. Yeah. live in where they're like, yeah, that is a fucking good idea. Here's something that I oh, really yeah. would love. Yeah. Uh, let's find the people out there that could use this. Uh, Uber for yachts. What Uber about? Uber for yachts. Who's done it? I'm sure that's yeah. out there. Oh, uh, sure. I saw, I had a targeted ad about LA traffic and it <laughs> said, take a private helicopter to yeah. work. Yeah, uh, that's in LA now. I know it's in New York to get was, to like the airport. Yeah, no, LA just to like go around town. Now, as ridiculous as that sounds, it was apparently a really good ad because that's how you showed up today. Yeah, that's how I did take helicopter. a chartered helicopter, yeah. and I didn't have to deal with parking, and yeah. it was lovely. Yeah. Now, is the rope ladder that you descended on part of the deal, Absolutely. or yes, did you bring your is, own? No, oh, no, okay. no, it's part of it. Well, you rent it, right? So okay. they, right. they, there's they another let you com- pick. I think there's another yeah. company you rent the rope ladder. From. Yeah, when you show up for rope ladders, yeah, helicopter rope. You show up and you have to wait for them to come and then you get right. to pick though yeah right. so you know you pick I mean, the, whatever one suits your style I your outfit it, it was all day. black everything yeah you know, mm-hmm. I, was like, I like her aesthetic yeah yeah it was pretty dope uh <laughs> all right let's talk about other good business ideas uh they are rebooting barney the dinosaur oh, as a tv show finally no no oh wait no, you said mattel no, cinematic friend. universe the new the mcu man, the new mcu <laughs> is, is the mattel cinematic universe <laughs> or it might be the new dark universe which was the uh, when Tom Cruise attempted to like start that off with that mummy movie that nobody went and saw. Uh, and there was also the Wolfman movie oh, that nobody wait. went and oh, saw. Was that Tom? There was a Tom Cruise mummy movie. Yeah, there was. Um, Holy shit, so, I forgot about that. And he, at, in the end, I think, spoilers. Uh, ended okay, spoiler up, alert for that movie we don't even notice about. Right, <laughs> he ended up becoming a mummy. So it was like, now he's the mummy. But doctor, you thought. (laughs) I am Pagliacci. (laughs) I am mummy. Right. Uh, So you thought it was Brendan Fraser's The Mummy, but it was more Batman Begins, whereas the origin story of Tom Cruise Mummy. Uh, It's a shame that didn't do well. So that was an attempt to launch an entire old-timey monster movie uh, universe, and that didn't uh, happen. So there are two options here. Uh, but the Mattel movies are launching a Barney film and a Barbie movie. Okay, so let's let's talk Barney. about the Barney one because yeah, that's the, the Barney one. That's the one that was announced recently. So, and it is Barney again is the purple, purple dinosaur di- yes. children's program. I love you. You love you, me. Yeah. You right. love me. So uh, someone from Mattel said that this movie that they're planning to launch. 
will, quote, surprise audiences and subvert expectations. Okay. Uh, their creative partner is Daniel Kaluuya's <laughs> new production company, Daniel Kaluuya, who From was the Get star Out. of Get Out. Perhaps the most surprising aspect of this. Right. Uh, okay, go on. <laughs> Kaluuya said Barney has culturally disappeared into the shadows and... That has that left him misunderstood, <laughs> which is a dramatic way of putting that. Wait, we're still talking about, about Barney, Barney the, the purple, purple dinosaur, dinosaur disappeared into the shadows, left misunderstood. Yeah, nobody yes. ever really understood Barney, Miles. Yeah, like and where the, the fuck did he come from, and why are these parents letting their kids around a fucking dinosaur? As advertised by the fact that we just simply refer to him as a big dinosaur. Uh, so right. it, it's not clear if it's going to be live action or animated. If it is live action, they could hire the original actor mm-hmm. who. Played Barney was inside the Barney Do suit. Do we need that? <laughs> well, I mean, he knows how to move like Barney. He's got it uh, down, and he's currently running a tantric sex business for female clients that this he is, calls goddesses. This is nuts. The wait, <laughs> the guy who originally played Barney has a tantric sex, sex business. business cult wow. thing for only for females, only for women who he calls goddesses. Huh. Uh, and when asked about uh, his background with Barney, uh, he did say that he used his tantric skills in his performance as Barney. Okay. Uh, quote, the energy I brought up while in the costume is based on the foundation of Tantra, okay. uh, which is love. Right. So um, now this is... <laughs> As, as, I'm sorry, I just picture him yeah. nutting all over. I was too. I'm like, I, I don't know. That, that might thing. be enough to keep him from getting this job. Yeah, uh, we know those things. But I understand bad, philosophically but... tantra. My cousin's huge into it. Went to the island and shit, and fucking yeah. is now like, I was like, for real? Because I remember in that movie Go, yeah. there's like, it's tantra, baby, where yeah. the guy just was like, you don't actually ejaculate. You direct the orgasm inward right. to further power your chi. I don't know, guys. That doesn't sound so fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm fine just doing it old fashioned. Right. But, Hey, look, some, hey, get it, I like, get I'm, it. I'm very goal-oriented, you know, I like... Right. You don't like sexual feedback there. Be like. And we're good. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, so this is just the latest high-profile movie announced by Mattel Films, uh, and it seems like they are really trying to make things, like, dark and complicated, because, so there's a live-action Barbie movie, that last time I had heard about it, it was Amy Schumer was going to either play Barbie or play like Barbie's sidekick. Mm-hmm. Uh, she dropped out. Then it was Anne Hathaway as, and the script was being rewritten by Diablo Cody. Wow. Uh, and now it currently stars and is being co-produced by Margot Robbie, which makes all the sense yes. in the world. Okay. Uh, but it's being scripted uh, by Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. This wow. is confusing to me. Yes. So it'll have like a life aquatic vibe? I yeah. I mean he wrote, so he wrote a lot of Wes Anderson, like, Wes Anderson yeah. shit, right? Francis yeah. Ha and uh I know it is Life Aquatic. Life Aquatic, he was involved in. Um Indie The Squid Darlings. and the Whale. Uh, um so <laughs> yeah, JM McNabb, our writer, uh is speculating that it'll be an introspective drama about the perils of maintaining a relationship in a world where genitals don't exist. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I actually, that version of it might be very fun. Yeah. Uh, any uh, other version of it I'm less interested it's in. It's so yes. surreal, right? Like, in a way, I could see how a Barbie movie that had a Wes Anderson vibe, yeah. like, people our age would be like, 
you know, I might. Ch- it seems interesting. Right. I don't like think plastic hair and like it like kind of has like sort of a surreal. Are they going to be like it? that or is Barbie? Oh, I don't know. Human? Like that's you what, what I'm mean? just speculating. That's what's like, so hard. What, will it like kind of feel like? Tim Robbins version of, or Tim uh, I can't Burton's Im- version of the suburbs I, where like everything is very like cookie cutter. Right. But I, I can't imagine Mattel cool. would be that self-aware about. Well, but they're right. doing Barney with Daniel Kaluuya and they're bringing in Noah Baumbach and uh, Greta Gerwig to script this. So it seems like they are like, now what you think about Mattel is not actually where we're going with it. This ain't the it's Mattel be, of your childhood. Yeah. This is the new A24. Yeah. This is again like <laughs> this the, is the new A24. <laughs> like a lot like the clueless clueless. Like maybe I'm interested in a story like this, but it doesn't have to be Barbie, you right, know, specifically. Right. Yeah. Like something that's dealing with the themes of Unless it's a plastic I, woman and the expectations yeah, of right. femininity. Just subverting those expectations. By not having genitals. I don't know. Right. That's interesting. That just, could be interesting, but you would have to do that. But then that would make people look at the Barbies that kids are buying now and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I would love to see Margot Robbie, Greta Gerwig, and Noah Baumbach collaborate on a movie. Like, <laughs> sure. Just do that. Do that. Yeah. I right. don't need the Barbie attached to it. Yeah. Maybe it just starts with like a trip out to buy some Barbies and- that that's as involved. That's as Barbie. Yeah. Or like th- two people are like stuck in a Barbie world and they don't understand. Like, what are you guys wake up? Wait. So and you're saying say like a Barbie girl stuck in a Barbie world. world? Yeah, wrapped in plastic. It's fantastic. Wow. You can I brush wish, my hair. I, yeah. I was was undress me anywhere? Mm. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. All right. Uh, <laughs> come on, Barbie. <laughs> you guys like, really had those lyrics right there. I was. I mean, you can touch. Them. You yeah. can play. You can say, my, I'm always my, yours. I, I know Whoa. exactly the, <laughs> come on, Barbie, let's go party. Uh-uh, yeah, Miles is the one who's bringing the, all the text. Where are my Aqua fans the, at, really, you know? Where's um, that Where's that dramatic film about the group Aqua? I Something that, that a lot of people don't realize is uh, another movie that was set in the um, Mattel universe was Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how it ends in the toy store? So right. yeah, oh, that is shit. actually that. That's the time. Uh, they're also doing a uh, Hot Wheels movie, uh, yeah, okay. which Jam pointed out. Uh, every Fast and the Furious movie is already basically a live action Hot Wheels movie. Yeah, but, um, they are partnering with Blumhouse for a Magic Eight Ball movie, which is the only one that I'm like, oh, I see how that happens. that makes sense. Yeah. The right. IP. Clearly, Mattel owns the idea of the Magic 8-Ball, yeah. right. and then you combine that with the people who make The Purge and all these other right. horror films. Somehow, Mattel and MGM are going to make a movie out of The Viewmaster? The Viewmaster? What's that? Are we that fucking dumb? <laughs> the circular like, oh, where you clicked thing it where you and click it, it, and it did a new thing. What? Um, I had one that was just of, uh, I think it was just Famous Monuments. I used to love that shit when I was a kid. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe this oh, would be I, a hit. I loved it. I mean, but what do it's you do? just pictures. Yeah, but that's where- That's like know, saying we're making a Kodak Pictures movie. Polaroids, the movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't shake it. That's a myth. And then it's just memento. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, that's a good myth for yeah. the next time. Yeah, shaking a Polaroid picture. Yeah. That's not true. But I think, you know, it's what we're talking about, right? Like how this year was peak fucking IP regurgitation reboot world. Mm, yeah. And like- Right, a lot of the movies, there's only two movies that made over $100 million that weren't IP, right. that weren't existing IP. That was uh, us, us and, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. 
And then now we're still, and a lot of people are saying, look at the shit that's coming out in 2020. It's not good. No right. one, Sonic the oh. Hedgehog. I'm no. so disappointed in all of us right. yeah. for allowing this to happen. Well, but again, this is because, and I talk about this a lot, the difference of how development has gone in the motion picture yeah. industry. It went from people who were creators, like real producers, writers, directors, or people who had who under, an understanding yeah. of the creative process to the marketing people yeah. who right. were the people who knew what the money was and said, actually, this is what's going to make money. And they say, you know what? You should be in charge of making movies now. Because yeah. mm-hmm. at least you know how to make this shit popping from a profit standpoint. Mm-hmm. And now we're here where we got fucking Viewmaster the movie. Right. It's like they're making movies based on like what trailer is going to get yeah. you most excited. Yeah. Gonna I get will traction laugh. online. Right. Fucking Viewmaster? Yeah. He-Man also, which makes sense. Well, I understand so how the a... He-Man one too, uh, I think there's multiple projects, He-Man projects development. Uh, oh, really? M- multiple yeah. He-Mans? My boyfriend He-Man? auditioned for a couple- I think animated He-Man, two different He-Man properties. Two He-Mans. Two He-Mans. Um, wow. I mean, well, I hope one of them has a very thick homoerotic undercurrent because those toys are very like. Sexy? There's there's a character that's named Fisto that has <laughs> just oh a giant God. fist, and <laughs> but everybody is. Everybody well, is like ripped in like, fur underwear. Right. Like that's nice It looks like Venice Beach yeah. uh, where they go to work out. I mean, Venice um, Beach wishes be they look this, like the he They would be a real missed opportunity if they don't follow that. Right. That would I be agree. a blockbuster, I think, too, because yeah. it would just subvert like whatever. Yeah, look, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. But fuck the stupid Viewmaster movie. What's the IP going to be? It's about a magical Viewmaster that when you see, do it, you transport yes. the thing you're looking at? Yes. Fuck out of here. I just wrote that movie and it's stupid. Or... Or like you're using the Viewmaster to like solve a crime. It's like a magic Viewmaster that like gives you clues through it. Uh, I don't know. I, I could see like J.J. Abrams making a good one or something like that. Or like an, not, a, a perfectly fine one. Right. It's just because it's going to start off, hey, Grandpa, what's in your attic? I don't know. Look up there. See there if there's something you like. What's this thing? Hey, put down, what I don't know, Viewmaster? Don't look into it. Click. <laughs> and they go in some fucked up world. I'm right. done. Yeah. Fuck you, Viewmaster. Wow. I don't no, know why I'm you're so- You're really it's, hung up on the Viewmaster. It's the fucking height of a lack of creativity what to if take an inanimate object and say- released as through, you can only watch it through a Viewmaster. I don't Fuck know, everything man. at that point. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the new movie theater I is apologize. a Viewmaster. We've well, honestly just fucking ended all. I definitely think Viewmaster of these listed are, is the least compelling. Like, yeah. I, I didn't even- Right. Initially, know what a Viewmaster was. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, there are other things I can see where it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, the, but the fucking Viewmaster. Oh no, Miles. Or just like it could be something dark, where it's building, taking you to himself, and I'm floating right now because I'm, I'm so I'm propelled by my rage. But it mm. could take you on a, a, like a dark emotional journey of your worst memories of trauma, and like he has to like or she has to deal right. with it in oh, some gosh. compelling way. Yeah, I mean the way that they're taking these other ones, maybe maybe, maybe. that is. Yeah, I can I just I'm, I can just like hear the creepy. I love you. <laughs> like echoey oh, in the background. Yeah. Like, like the, I got I mean, five. Oh, yeah, That's yeah like exactly. <laughs> that maybe, maybe it'll be interesting. Maybe yeah. that would be a, and darkly funny. Because they also did, there. there is an American Girl movie or they're doing a bunch of stuff with American Girl. I get that. Because even the dolls key. have a background I get or that. whatever. Also, oh. American Girl dolls are very popular still. Right. right. The fucking view. Ma- Can I just read this thing from The Hollywood Reporter? Since, Please do. 
They were saying that deals with other movies are talking about the, like the Viewmaster pairing. Since the 1940s, Viewmaster has inspired wonder and joy in children of all ages, creating huge opportunities for storytelling, said Brenner in a statement. MGM Pictures has tremendous expertise and a proven track record in capturing audiences' imagination through film. And we're proud to be partnering with them to bring another Mattel franchise to theaters. This marks another important milestone. I just, there's still, no one even knows what it's about. There's no writer, there's no director test, because I don't think anyone's like, I'm sorry, you want to make a what? Yeah. Right. No, it's actually, so it sounds whack, but it's actually, so picture- uh, Me rolling? He-Man meets a Lizzo video meets <laughs> a <laughs> zoo. Uh, Katie, it's been a pleasure having this you. It's been so fun. Yeah, Thank you. Fun. Where can people find you, follow you? Oh, all over. Uh, internet, over uh, Twitter. Place. You can follow me on Twitter at Katie Stoll. Uh, you can check out my new podcast with Robert Evans and Cody Johnston. Worst yep. year ever. Please. Uh, it's, it's going so great. It, thank you, Jack. Uh, it's the best place to follow the impeachment. Yeah. Yeah. We, Other than here, obviously. We're talking about everything 2020. And like right now, we're alternate doing deep dives on the different candidates, you know, different media sources. But then breaking news happens and we'll have to stop and talk about. Yeah. You know, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's um, uh, a, some more news. You can check out some more news, our YouTube show and our podcast, even more news. The vote streamy for them nominated. to win the streamy. Is that a thing? That... I don't know that people can vote for oh, us. Okay. I think it's just, but Unless please, you are on the panel. If you're on the panel. votes for streamies, in which case vote. Vote for us. Thank you. Obviously vote for, vote for us. Obviously. Thank you. Uh, and is there a tweet you've been enjoying? All right, I liked this tweet from Megan Gailey. It's just so embarrassing to plan a wedding during the end of civilization. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked that one. Oh, Megan Gailey man. and her fiance are going to be co-hosting a show coming from our network. Really? What's in the show? In the not too distant future. Uh, I don't know if it's been announced. It is oh. a sports show, and that's all I'll say. Very it's cool. all I'll say. Sponsored by, it might be have a lot to do with The Viewmaster. <laughs> Stay tuned for that one. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. A couple of tweets I like. Uh, actually, it's really just one. It's from Reductress. It's, it's, it has a couple wearing ketchup and mustard. Matt, like, complimentary costumes it says oh this couple went as ketchup and mustard for halloween even though he cheated on her last month oh god, god. you know oh, everybody knows I mean, that they already had that costume planned yeah though. exactly like, like well we already bu- up. and i'm not gonna go to the co- and then explain to everyone no just fucking don't say anything don't fucking embarrass me <laughs> um yeah and also a uh, shout out to uh listener rachel greenleaf because i was hung up on the thing about what the malcolm gladwell episode i was trying to remember what the the concept he was covering about the woman who was the painter at the salon it was moral licensing that was moral what I was license and how that was working in the prospect of Trump's how that was election. working in the okay yeah sorry <laughs> uh let's see what have i been liking uh, John Boyes, funny sports writer, tweeted, something smells fishy in the White House, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Step one, investigate Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> uh, and no more Mr. Wife Guy, <laughs> apparently a divorce day, <laughs> tweeted, I would like to speak to the squad's manager. Uh, uh, and the dad at the dad tweeted, Barista, can I get a name? Me. Sure, you can be Coffee Dude. <laughs> um, that's good dad humor These are uh, fun. I can say that uh, you can find me on twitter at jack underscore o'brien you can find us on twitter at daily zeitgeist we're at the daily zeitgeist on instagram we have a facebook fan page and a website daily where we post our episodes and our footnotes where we link off to the information that we talked about 
in today's episode as well as the song we ride out on miles what are we going to be riding into this fine it week could only upon? be it could only be one song you jean-marc dompierre i know el it. bimbo Oh, yeah. From fucking the police academy leather bar yeah. scenes. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you don't know this, listen to shit, bro. It's fucking amazing. If you like Latin-ish uh, melodies, oh, you know uh, a little do. timbale, whatever, brass, it's got it all. And yeah. uh, it just it'll take you to the Blue Oyster Bar from the police academy. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it's called. Yeah. Uh, it's always just like literally a hole in the wall. Like it was in an alley. It's always running away from yeah. something. Here, duck into here. Yes. What? Spotlight. Spotlight. <laughs> hey y'all, I want to thank all the Zeit Gang for coming out to the live Ethnically Ambiguous show in Chicago. Uh, Mahmoud, Priyanka, Alexander, Kawhi Leonard Cohen, and whoever else was there. Thank you guys so much for coming. And of course, thanks for Miles for uh, shouting out the show every day until uh, y'all bought tickets. Uh, he honestly didn't really have a choice. I kind of told him he had to promote the show or I would kidnap his mother's possum. So yeah, uh, thank you guys. It was a great show and I'm glad uh, we got to do it. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, I guess, because it is a daily podcast, and we'll talk to you guys then. Bye. Bye.